0: Get started! Hey, hey, hey! What's going on, good people? Sockpot, say not boule! It is your favorite host, and we are on for another show of school of wholesaling. School of wholesaling, guys! I'm super, super, duper excited today, as you guys can hear. I am fired up to the max because today I'm going to be discussing how you can find your buyer. So you got the contract. What now? Well, it's time to find your buyer. All right, it's time to find your buyer. If you guys didn't hear the podcast about how to negotiate the deal and get the contract and do the walkthrough and look at the property, please take a listen to episode I believe it's episode five where we discussed, uh, you know, what to say during a negotiation and how to get the property under contract. So, now on this episode, this is episode seven, we're going to be talking about the actual process after you get the contract now it's time to find a buyer this is my favorite part guys because by the time you get to this part the rest of it's actually pretty easy if you did all the rest if you did the beginning part right then this part is easy because the buyers are everywhere and you just got to find them you just got to find them okay so how exactly do you find your buyer How exactly do you find your buyer? Well, I'm happy to tell you that there are multiple different ways you can find your buyer. Okay. The first way is kind of similar to how you found sellers uh, through the use of bandit signs. You can also find buyers this way. You can also find buyers through the use of bandit signs. Okay. What I like to do when I'm looking for buyers, and I use bandit signs, by the way, bandit signs in my experience, is one of the number one ways to find buyers because buyers just love them. I mean, investor buyers are everywhere and they're constantly, when, it, when an investor buyer sees a bandit sign out and, it, and it's marketing a property, a lot of them know, especially the ones who buy property, a lot of them know that's a wholesaler that that's either marketing a property to sell. And so a lot of times when buyers see those signs, they call them because they know that there is an investment property attached to that sign somewhere. So bandit signs are fantastic. You get a lot of calls from bandit signs. Uh, and one good thing you could do with bandit signs is you can collect about 25 signs. Uh, I don't do the yellow signs with this. I like to do the white signs with this. Uh, in my experience, it just it just it attracts more buyers. So I'll do the white signs. And do about twenty five signs, and you and you'll get a good number of buyers coming in. And you want to build what's called a buyers list. You want to you want to collect all of your buyers' information as they come in. So as you're taking these calls that are coming in from your signs you want to collect the buyer's, uh, of course, the buyer's name, their number, their email, things like that. But you also want to, you know, talk to them, you know, find out if they're looking to buy only one property right now, or are they looking to buy multiple properties over the course of of time? Uh, How much, how much, you know, what is their, what is their buyer range and and what price range are they looking to buy property? Obviously, if that buyer calls your sign and you're marketing uh, the property, having a contract, they're interested in that, in that range, but you want to collect this information, because you want to know, hey, I'm going to put this person on a buyer's list and you want to know what kind of properties they're going to like to buy. So it's just it's just general questions that you could ask every one of your buyers It's very good to ask him this. OK. And so you want to find that out. You want to find out what type of investment properties they like. Do they want to uh, purchase buy and hold? Do they want to only purchase flips? You know, are they paying cash? Are they using a hard money lender? Uh, These questions you want to ask because, of course, if they're paying cash, they can afford to pay a little bit more than other buyers. Okay, so just a couple of things to keep in mind, guys. But the most important thing you want to get from your buyers when you talk to them is their name, phone number and email address, because you want to be able to reach out to them again every time you have a property. Okay, so. Again one of the ways you can find a buyer which is an effective way is to use a of signs about 25 signs will get you a good number of calls in my experience about 25 signs on a weekend put them up on a Friday uh, you know take them down on a Sunday uh, the uh, a lot of times over the course of a weekend I'll probably get maybe like 10 15 20 phone calls 25 phone calls like I'll get a lot of a lot of buyer calls from those signs because they really 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 work okay and another method that you can utilize to find buyers, that has worked for me in the past as well. I've actually sold, a, sold multiple properties this way. And just a little secret between you and I, uh, this, this method actually helped me. Um, this method is actually the reason why I no longer put out banner signs. That and the fact that I have a large buyers list now. But all of my new buyers, I've been sourcing through this next method, which is actually posting on Craigslist. Yes, buyers are on Craigslist looking for investment properties. Why? Because wholesale. <laughs> Wholesalers sometimes post properties on on Craigslist. Okay, so buyers know to look on Craigslist for their next investment property. So Craigslist is a perfect place to to market your property. Okay, perfect place to market your property. Um, and I've sold I've sold numerous properties in the past through the use of Craigslist. Just finding buyers through Craigslist, and the same process goes again. You want to collect that same information and add those add those people to your buyers list. A, a third way you can find buyers, and I like this way a lot. Because you get to see the kind of activity that 's happening around your your property, whatever property you have under a contract is after I get a property in a contract i 'll actually drive the area, drive the neighborhood, and just look around to see if I see any other flips happening. Uh, uh, currently, you know, if you see any dumpsters outside a house where they're just tossing trash, trash into these really large, large dumpsters, a lot of times when you see that there is actually a rehab going on. So I like to look for rehabs. I like to look for rehabs because nine times out of ten, anybody who's rehabbing is a, ho- a house is typically a investor. Okay. So I like to go to these houses, talk to the contractors that are there and maybe possibly find the, the owner of the property who's, you know, the investor and take down their information, uh, and just let them know, Hey, you know, I got a property up the street and in case you're interested. I have it is for a sale and I got it for a really good deal. And that buyer, be the buyer that purchases your property because they're already investing in that area and they're familiar with it. Okay. So I really like that way a lot. And I just want to touch on building your buyers list just so you know, guys, this this particular part of the process doesn't have to be done. doesn't have to wait until you don't have to wait to do this until you have a contract. You can start you can start farming or start marketing for buyers. Literally, like right now, without having a, 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 a any contracts or any properties, and you do this by creating what's called a ghost ad. So, a ghost ad is an ad of a property that doesn't really exist; it's a ghost. And essentially, what you're doing is you could do this by putting up banner signs, Craigslist, or or you can even just talk to buyers in whatever area you're prospecting. But essentially, what you're doing is is you're marketing a property that uh, that you that that you quote unquote have, but then. You say, oh, well, uh, the property has already been uh, has already been purchased or the property is no longer available. I'm sorry. But but if you don't, if you are in the market of looking for more investment properties, I come across them all the time and I can add you to my list. A lot of times when you say that add you to my list, a lot of times good seasoned buyers aren't going to be wanting to be added to a list. And it's not because they don't want you to contact them; it's because they want you to contact them first. They want to be on a on, on what's called a VIP. They want to be what's called a VIP buyer, the type of buyer that you end up calling before you send out your list, which is fantastic. You want those kind of buyers, but just just so you know, okay, a lot of times when you do that, good buyers will say, "Oh, I don't want to be on a list. Uh, you know, just let me know the minute you have a, a new property available. Let me know first before you tell anybody else, because I want first dibs on that property. And those are great buyers, by the way." So ghost ads are a fantastic way to start building up your buyers list. And you could do this way before you have a property. So I encourage I encourage everybody start looking for buyers. Start looking for buyers. You don't have to wait. However, it is good though when you do have a property regardless if you've built a list or not, always market for buyers. Period. I don't care how big your list is. I have plenty of I have plenty of buyers on my list it's gotten to the point now where i don't even have to market any of my properties, but I still market my properties because I want more buyers on my list i want that I want that list to grow so large that i'm never going to have any issues finding buyers period okay and if you have good deals, you never will have that issue at all but the more buyers you have available the more uh, uh the easier it is to sell property for one and and for two you can you can end up having what's called Uh, uh, a bidding war. Okay. So where you have multiple buyers interested in the same property, but because they're all interested and they all want your great deal, they'll end up outbidding each other and you actually end up making more money on your deals versus what you would have made without having that, that, that situation occur. So it's really, really good to always continuously keep growing your buyers list. And you can do that. If you don't have a property, you can do that with ghost ads. And if you, if you do have a property, you can do that through the use of bandit signs, uh, Craigslist post, Buyers in the area. Um, another another method as well. Uh, I've I don't really like this method a whole lot, but there is also Facebook mar- Marketplace. I hear that's becoming actually pretty popular. But the the first three the first three uh, uh, methods I've just talked about. They're they're I, it's proven it's proven in my business that these methods work. Between between the three of these methods, you'll end up finding a buyer for your property. Okay, so this step is all about just putting the buyer. To the property so let's say that you end up finding your buyer right let's say that you end up finding your buyer uh with the wholesale deal again what you what you're doing essentially is assigning your uh your your, your your contract over to your investor buyer your end buyer so this is this is where your assignment contract will come into play okay so let's say you found your buyer let's say you worked out a price okay so just for the sake of example let's say you contracted your property just recently for 50k And you put out your property at 70K and you ended up getting a buyer who can close fast and who's paying cash and uh, they can they want to purchase the property for 60K. So let's say you agree to that. So right now you have a property under contract for 50 and you have uh, another uh, you have another contract with a buyer. For uh, for 60k, you got 10k in the deal right now. 10k in the deal right now. And what you're essentially doing is you'll be assigning that original contract of 50k over to the buyer for 60k, and he's paying you. The buyer he or she is paying you 10 thousand dollars as a fee for acquiring that purchase sell contract that they can then now turn around and purchase. Okay, so this is essentially what is happening. All right, so you are signing the contract over to a buyer through the use of an assignment contract and charging that buyer an assignment fee in order for them to purchase the property from the seller through you. Okay. So that's how you make the money guys. So that's why, that's why this step here is important because you, because this is how you're going to be able to do it without any, without the use of any money. The buyer uses their money and then they just accept their, they, they just accept your purchase and sell contract through the signing of the assignment contract, where they're paying you the fee for finding the property. So this is how wholesalers make money, guys. It's actually very, very simple. Very, very, very simple. So this is how you find a buyer. You can utilize bandit signs, 25 signs, white signs. You can utilize Craigslist posts. By the way, with Craigslist posts, guys, I just want to mention this because this is extremely important for you to know. Do not post addresses on Craigslist posts. Do not post your address on any of your ads. Do not post an address on any of your ads. The last thing you want is random people driving to the to, to your to your contracted houses, especially especially if you're working with sellers that live in their home, you do not want folks going to their home and disturbing the peace. That can really destroy your deal, okay? So never market the address of your property. Okay, but you can market everything else. You 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 can market the price. You can market the amount of beds, the baths. You can you can market the amount of work that the property needs. You can market the ARV, but don't market the price. Do not mark. I'm sorry. Don't market the address. Save the address as collateral for the email address after you've already talked with the prospecting buyer that calls you. Okay, save the address. For the email address, when you send out the email with all the extra photos that you take at the appointment to the buyer, you know, um, save that, save that address for that emails, tell tell your buyers, hey, listen, you know, uh, I'll send you the address. Uh, please submit, send, send over your email address so that way I can send you the address plus uh, other photos, uh, plus more photos of the property as well, so you can take a look at the property and see if it's a good fit through the photos. And if you want to move for, if you want to move forward after looking at the photos, please, you know, let me know and then we can schedule an appointment to look at the property. Okay, let your buyers know that you need their email address, their phone number, their name because you want to be able to to send them more properties as you get them in the future. Okay, so this is the key, guys. All right, so that's pretty much how you do it. It's very, very simple. It's the easiest part of the process because the buyers are everywhere. They're constantly looking for deals. All you have to do is market to the buyer and put your deal in front of the buyers, guys. And you could do that from any one of these ways. And that's pretty much it, guys. So if you guys really enjoyed this podcast, please don't forget to subscribe to this podcast for more and more great tips and tricks on how to wholesale real estate, okay? And if you guys wanna get your first deal, please feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Luke Madeus, that is L-U-C-M-A-D-E-U-S, Connect with me, guys. I respond to DMs. Okay. So I'm not like those, uh, those other, you know, those other gurus out there who you may, you may write them and they're, just, they're just un- unaccessible. I'm totally accessible. I love to talk to people. So don't forget to send me a DM. Tell me what you guys got going on. And if you and if you are currently working on a deal right now, I'd love to hear about it. So please feel free to connect with me on Instagram, guys. So until next time, I will see you guys later. Let's wholesale real estate. We're going to wholesale real estate. If you want to wholesale real estate, then you are in the right place.